Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show without Steve. We got Matt Belanger in the house for the whole show. Hi, everybody. Hey, Matt. Hi. Thanks. Welcome home. Thanks for having me. And uh, and thank you, Donna. Thank you for the warm welcome home. Aw, you're welcome. <sighs> Monday, Monday, Monday. Here so we go. You were in Iceland. Yes. I want to hear all about Iceland. Thank you. Um, I'm glad you do. Uh, it it was remarkable. Truly remarkable. Um it's the land of fire and ice. If you've never read into, you know, why you'd want to go to Iceland, and, and a lot of people, when I was talking about the trip, they're like, "Why are you going there?" But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I wondered myself. Well, I don't. I couldn't. Why even, wouldn't you go there? I uh, guess why wouldn't you go anywhere? Exactly. I and, can't find it on a map. If you asked me to, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what direction. The big snowy <laughs> uh, triangle-looking thing, Greenland, and then it's the little tiny island off the coast of Greenland, between, uh, uh, like. Europe, mainland Europe, and Greenland. Okay, it's it counts as Europe. It's fine. Whatever. Oh, I see. It's an oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah, it's way up there. And um, fun facts about Iceland. Um, when I got there, we were talking to people about the weather. Now, summertime's the time to go because it, it's nice and quote unquote warmer there. The high's like fifty degrees. So I was going to say I saw some pretty heavy coats on you guys. Yeah, in some and pictures. It, and it, it is a rainy place, so you just got to be prepared for that. But uh, did you know though? In the winter, you might think that their winter's even worse than ours. But apparently, because of the jet stream or whatever, the way yeah. it hits them, that the coldest it gets there in the winter time in the place called Ice <laughs> Land <laughs> right. is thirty two degrees. Oh wow. Or, yeah, or ish. You, you ever think about the fact that Greenland is full of ice, and then Iceland stays kind of green? Yeah, really fascinating. Weird. Also, what's also fascinating is it's called the land of fire and ice because they have volcanoes, like legit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember a couple years ago the the volcano that no one could pronounce on the news yes. that made the smoke cloud, and then the planes weren't going to Europe between yeah. Europe and America? That was in Iceland, and that's like a a thing that they still talk about. But they. These folks are just living in the shadow of volcanoes like it's no big deal. And they're like, oh, that one erupted, uh, you know, in 2021. And uh, they told the story of that eruption that produced the smoke that stopped the flights. And they're so organized. They have sensors in the ground. They can get a 30-minute warning when there's going to be an eruption. And that happened at 2 o'clock in the morning, they said. And they have this, like, emergency alert system in the country. Because there's only, like, 300,000 people who live in the country. I was going to ask. It's okay. not huge like America. It's much smaller. And um, and they, they were like, okay, well, we got to call Farmer John. I'm making this up. But like they, they called the farmer's houses who lived around the volcano to be like, hey, you got to get out. She's going to blow. You know? Right, right. <laughs> no oh one was gosh. hurt. I mean, that was the phenomenal thing. No one was hurt, you know. Uh, and really, people from all around the world came in to help those farmers clean up their land of all the, you know, once the lava stopped being hot. All ashy. Yeah, and- all the ash they had to scoop up and everything. But uh, we had we had a great time. We spent some time in the city, 
And then we went to look at all the waterfalls. My favorite waterfall is Skogafoss. I'm going to put some photos on my Facebook page today, Matt okay. Belanger TV, some of uh, uh, my favorite photos. Great. Um, and we did the whole blue. If you've gone and you've read a, or if you've considered a trip to Iceland, maybe you've read about the Blue Lagoon. It's um, it's a tourist spot. I mean, it, you know, it's very highly commercialized. It's not just like a raw, like... You know, warm uh, right, hole like in the, you just in the run ground. Into it, yeah. No, there's like buildings and spas and things. But Got um, it. yeah, it's this really kind of milky blue water. You go in there and you put a face mask on and you soak in the healing waters. And, did you uh, do that? I did. You soaked in the healing waters. I soaked of it, the and blue somehow lagoon. my back still hurts. So <laughs> probably the flight home, but whatever. Uh, it was it was remarkable. How um, long of a flight? Six hours. Well, yeah, okay, that's a that's, commitment. Yeah, but Iceland Air celebrating twenty five years of serving the Twin Cities. Wow, they have a direct flight, which is what we did, um, and that was just news while we were gone. Um, that week, last week, they celebrated the twenty fifth anniversary of that flight that goes straight wow. there. It it was crazy because, of course, I stayed at your house and watched your dogs. <laughs> I'm and sure one you've minute, had some stories. One minute you were the, you were we were like bye, and I do have stories. A bye. <laughs> And then the next minute, you're sending me pictures from Iceland. I'm like, what? Yeah, because of the overnight. Freaky. Like we, we, it's an overnight flight. So when we get there, all of a sudden, it's the next morning. And right. Then, and then, okay. but you were we, you know, by the time that afternoon came, or because we were five hours ahead, six hour flight, but right. five hour oh, time jet difference. Lag. Wow. You were just waking up at when we were already like well into our afternoon. Over right. There, so. Okay. And Glad we did uh, one more thing. We did um, the other thing you got to go see is a geysers. Okay. Like the, you know, like the whole thing with the hot springs is there's groundwater, right? Yeah. No, everywhere. But in a place like Iceland where there's also volcanoes, you have like lava, magma, whatever it is, like floating around under the ground. And so like when the groundwater just happens to run into the lava underground, it like makes it boiling hot. And oh, occasionally there are spots where it makes its way up to the surface and forms a pool and it's like a natural heated Water spots and like a lot of these geothermal heated soaking places are, I mean, bathing in the pool like that is a is a huge cultural thing in Iceland. I have so much to tell you. We can talk about it. Okay. A couple hours. Um, By the way, um, I'm really surprised you didn't text me more about the findings in your home. The little surprises (laughs) I left all over the place. Oh, Donna left Easter eggs. Yep. (sighs) Everywhere. She left a whole. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. Well, first of all, I still don't know if we found everything. I think you probably have. I'm not sure. Emmys Tell were me what you found. Emmys were swapped out for like little <laughs> little plastic token, you know, participation trophies. Yeah. Every I think all 52 photo frames in our home uh, have all the photos swapped out for Olin Mills, Donna Valentine headshots. There's carrot top and a frame. Oh so, boy! You and some A-list. you and some guy. I don't even know who that is oh, with yeah, his shirt off. Okay, whatever. Oh, so that's, that's my godson. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's just hanging out in our living room right now. Yeah. And um. Oh, and you were in our bed. Yes, I was in your bed, too. I <laughs> the, put my big head. The cardboard. cardboard cutout that she uses at the state fair. I go to get into bed. We're exhausted. <laughs> and I pull back the covers, and there's a gigantic Donna Valentine face smiling back at me. You know, tell me you at least laughed when oh, you saw totally. these things. But the dogs, what did you do to these dogs? I know you took good care of the jo- dogs, so I'm I'm joking. But also, they... Went crazy, and I kind of propped the head thing up over on the corner of the bedroom, and then we went to bed. And then the next morning, we wake up, and Finley's going, 
at me? At your head across. Well, he's kind of dumb anyway. The little I, dog. Finley is a little bit of a dummy. So, but he was like, <laughs> he was like scared that your cardboard head was going to like attack us in the morning. You should have seen what he did to the Steve Patterson cutout. I mean, they were both. What do, what do my yeah. neighbors think that you were hauling in a Steve cutout, like coming and going from my home with Dr. Fauci religious candles? Oh, yeah, there's that, too. <laughs> That's funny. I did it on off times, off peak. Okay, all right. Like so, at two in the morning? Just maybe. Yeah. Not that off. Thank but, you, you know. for everything. Oh, you're you so did, well. You, I mean, because you did. I'm sure you've talked about the list of instructions we left, and like I really haven't because okay. I really didn't look at them. <laughs> I really didn't. You was left it? some really. I read them the first day, and then I was like, okay, got it. You did fine. Thanks. The dogs are alive, and the house didn't burn down. That's all we worried yeah. about. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wash all the sheets. You did way too much. I'm going to dry all the sheets. I'm going to remake the bed. I just didn't want you to have to worry about any of that stuff. Washed all the towels. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. (sighs) Thanks for letting me stay in your beautiful home. Holly was going to come over on Saturday. She didn't make it. No, I had work to do. I had to take care of the other dogs at Canine Inspired Change. Yeah. Yeah. I love that group you've told me about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're great. They're great. Well, (laughs) I'm sure they'll be in here again eventually, Holly. So you'll get explode from the cute yeah the cute Literally is just spontaneously combust yeah uh, excellent they're adorable all right well we gotta go when we come back a little entertainment news uh mm, sorry guys but netflix their password uh their password sharing um crackdown is working we'll get to that and more when we come right back on my talk hey friends what's up stevie boy for my buddies over at origin meals man they got some delicious food, guys. I want to explain to you a little bit about how Origin Meals works. You've heard me talking about them. So if you go to OriginMeals.com, you can kind of kick around and quickly get what they're doing. They want you to save time, and they want you to eat better. So when you set up your account, and don't forget, use the coupon code MYTALK. That's going to save you 30% off your first order. But then when you set up your account, you'll see when the meals are going to be coming to you, when delivery is scheduled. You can easily skip a week if you're going to be out of town on vacation or just don't need it. And then there's another drop down for you to pick your meals. And that will show you that week's individual meals that are on the menu. And then you can allow them to choose for you if you don't want to deal with it and you love everything they got. Or you can get specific and tailor it to you and your family's needs. These are really delicious meals. They are fresh, never frozen. I got to tell you, there's a legitimate feeling of excitement when I see Origin meals at the door it's like let's go you should really try it originmeals.com use the coupon code my talk say 30 percent and steve on my talk hey guys hey, we're back donna and steve minus steve that's okay that's matt belanger hey it's okay we fresh got- off five eyewitnesses yes and thank you for that yeah, thanks. um where's steve what's he doing some doing- special thing he's doing something for kelly and Mark. Her husband. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Kelly and Mark. I keep forgetting his name. That guy. Mark, 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 Mark. Yeah, he's doing something for Father's Day. Ooh. But this time, they sent the cameras here. Oh. So I don't know if he's doing something at Valley Fair. Uh, well, I think, I think according, let's check his Instagram. Oh, yeah, let's do that. I, I think that in his public, Instagram yes. story, okay, oh. he did give a location. Stand by. I try not to follow him. (laughs) Standing by. He said 13 hours ago. Okay. If you see me on Monday at the Minnesota Zoo with a photographer from Live 
with Kelly and Mark come say hi. Cool. Working on a fun story. Okay. Great. That's awesome. Because I know he has family in town, like his mom and dad are here and the kids are going off and doing something like Cousins Weekend. Yeah. So he was unable to go to New York and they were like, all right, why don't we send someone to you? Well, fair is fair. He is always trekking over to the Big Apple. So, uh... Oh, boo-hoo. I need to have a little... Yeah, where's my tiny violin? Minnesota right? pride. Uh, you know, yeah, but it'll be fun to have um, have Minnesota on the show. I agree. Yeah. So that'll he'll give us all the details when he comes of back course. tomorrow. Hopefully he takes a whole week off and I'll be here. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I got bills for my Matt, vacation. Stop, throw, stop showing your thirst. You gotta, oh, like, downplay honey. it a little. Matt, you know? <laughs> your Gatorade's in the fridge. You can get it during the break. <laughs> Anyway, no, we we love having you here. And I Yay. love joking. So if you were hoping that Netflix's crackdown on password sharing was going to blow up in their faces, there's bad news. Uh-oh. They started enforcing it on May 23rd, and over the next six days, they averaged 73,000 new signups per day including nearly 100,000 on the 26th and 27th. Whoa, 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 whoa. 100,000 people signing up for Netflix in that day? Is yes. That, whoa. Almost. So yeah. these were all people who were using someone else's password Probably. and then they tried and then they were like, oh, man, I got to start paying now. Yep. <laughs> yep. So from May 25th to the 28th, they had the most signups since early 2019. Okay. And the spike in May was also bigger than what they saw in March and April of 2020 when people, of course, were signing up like crazy because of the lockdowns. But uh, they also saw an increase in cancellations, but the new subscriptions more than made up for it. So that's how that works out. I'd love to know um, how Netflix knows. Like, I want to know if I have an account, right, and we're logged in and we watch, and then, like, let's just say... Let's just say that I give someone else a password and they happen to log in on another TV elsewhere, but we're not using it. And in theory, I could be over there logged in watching. I don't know how they're catching this. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Is it like when two people try to watch it once and then it's like, nah, gotcha, you know? I don't know exactly how it works, but what you're saying is why can't you come over to my house and maybe load if you didn't have it? Exactly. Is that going to trigger like a fraud alert and then the Netflix police going to come crashing through the windows? Like, you know. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with her name left out, it's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. James Bond or something? Great question. <laughs> because I thought it was like in your household, you can have so many people, so, you know, know, sign up or be a part of your Netflix. Hmm. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. Well, I wonder, if, I wonder if Netflix knew that you were watching my account at our house. <laughs> so I wonder if that caused it. <laughs> well, with all the cameras in your house, I'm sure you knew. <laughs> We did not spy on you. Okay. We did not put that to re- to rest. Okay. Okay. Good. I, it, it it did become a little like, oh my god, there's another camera here, <laughs> well, like you know, in front of the kennels. I see you got cameras. That makes yeah. sense. As you look at the dogs, right? 
But then I go into your laundry room and I see like some kind of what ring thing on the floor. That's a like water a water sensor puck. if it's going to flood. Ain't no camera in that. Why does it say ring on it? Because it's all part of the same thing. It's like all ring brand, but it's there's no. Did you think that everything that said ring was a camera? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it meant there was something going on in there. And then oh, I'm like, man, no. so then I'm going to take a shower and I'm like. Can those cameras see no. me from there? No. No. You're, I That's love it. weird. Then there's one on the counter. Then there's one in the living room. It's very secure. And so you, yeah. So if you ever want to rob uh, Belanger's house, forget about it. <laughs> Thank you. You will be busted. There's <laughs> anyway. cameras in the yard. Well, yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm not now, sorry. Now, my house, on the other hand. Come right in. <laughs> doors open. I already locked the doors, totally. <laughs> hey, but, what, is the, what is this about? I'm very interested in this White Lotus news that you have. Okay. I am so ready for this. Okay. This is exciting. So, um, Mike White, who brought us White Lotus, mm-hmm. um, said when somebody asked him, I absolutely think it's possible to have a prequel. Steve always makes fun of how I say that. Prequel. 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 Uh, about Tanya. Oh. Which is Jennifer Coolidge's character. I love her. Prequel. I love her. Well, love she her died too. off and like everyone's <gasps> heart was broke. Come on, you what? should have watched it by now. What? It's fine. It's so Donna, you're so paranoid about that. Like stuff is long like you're you'd be mad if I told people how Aladdin ends. You are respon- Titanic. You are <laughs> responsible for your own spoiler alerts. And Damn. it's been a reasonable amount of time. Like, come on, people, let's go. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Wow. So she dies. Oh my god. And it breaks Matt. everyone's heart because uh, she so she I She was would, the best thing about the show. She really is was whatever so to bring her back in a way that works would be fantastic what (laughs) the ship sinks in the end of titanic oh my god oh there you go matt there you go (laughs) hashtag history um anyway he's working on season three right now he also um expressed an interest in australia for potential future seasons he said his dream would be to hit every continent cool so um yeah, we have to go to Australia, he said, if we keep going. And then season three is going to be set in Thailand. Wow. And um, let's see, anything else I need to tell you? How fun is that for the performers, too, to get to, like, especially the recurring roles that are along for a couple of these Oh, my gosh, seasons, it's fantastic. Like, to get to go to these parts of the world. And, and oh, stay at the Four Seasons. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, they're not at the motel. Right, you know, exactly. By the airport or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next season will have uh, Belinda, the spa manager, coming mm. back. And, uh, yeah, you'll see some familiar faces, so it's kind of fun. I'm there you go. I'm really, really excited about that. I am, too. And we that should have music. a viewing party. Oh, so good, right? Yeah, that theme gets in your head, and you're like, yeah. ah. Okay, guess what's next? Um, three, it's The Big Three the with big Maddie three B. The Big Three with Yay! Maddie B. I mean, I know I'm here the whole time today, but, hey, we're still going to do it. And um, I have three things that you need to know about the uh, week ahead. Uh, some updates on some big news stories. Love it. We'll be right back. 
guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my mental any questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. Where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything and good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve with Maddie B. From TV. Steve will be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts is with us as well. Let's play. Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Maddie! Hello! Hello! Again! Guys, um, wow. Uh, a lot of news to talk about. And normally, I try to keep these like fun and light, and uh, eh, these are not necessarily fun and light. And I'm That's just, okay. I'm just, you know what? Today's kind of a newsy kind of day. There's a couple big stories happening around the world, and I just wanted to give you the update so you're in the know today. Yes. And a lot of people talking about that um, Interstate 95, the highway collapse oh, in Philadelphia. My gosh, I know the oh, the visuals are. Oh, terrifying. So the, I mean, right now, I guess we can say the quote unquote good news is that there are no reports of any injuries at this point, which is remarkable. Miraculous. Yeah. Yeah. And we have, because 95, man, that's like the highway up and down the East Coast. Right. And so, and and in Philly, I think that the official said that that stretch sees 160,000 vehicles in any given day. Oh my gosh. So the the chances that no one was hurt, and it it happened very early, um, um, it happened on the weekend. Um, and I think it was earlier in in the day, wow. the timing of it. And so that the good news for that is that the traffic volume is lighter in those hours. And right. so that is that is a good thing. Um, Do wow. we know why? Do we know why it collapsed? Yeah. So preliminarily, and of course there will be a huge investigation, and I have a little update on what's happening with all that. But we there was a tanker truck that caught fire underneath. Because it was basically like an overpass of the interstate where the interstate passes over the top of another road below. Got it. This tanker truck catches on fire and, you know, it has to bail. And the truck is just sitting under the eastbound lanes there in Philly of 95. And the fire was weakened, the, yeah, yeah. weakened the concrete or whatever. And, and of, of course, there's already talk about whether whether the concrete, you know, should have been able to withstand that and was the bridge not up to par. I mean, there's all kinds of fallout that will be to come from this. And, okay. But the, yeah, to have yeah. 95 closed this morning is and all the traffic from that extremely Ugh. busy interstates getting off in Philly and trying to wiggle their Detour, way on side yeah. streets, neighborhoods and things back down and around. That's going to be a just a huge traffic nightmare uh, there. But the, the governor of Pennsylvania has asked the federal government for kind of declared an emergency. We'll get some federal money to help rebuild. But the rebuilding could take 
months. So this detour, whatever, however they decide to set this up, is going to be in place for a long time. So maybe you have like a business trip and you're going out east. And, right. you know, if you travel that stretch of 95, that's not going to miraculously be able to reopen anytime soon. So, you know, this is just Be prepared to, for a lot of traffic. Yeah, just uh-huh. keep that in your, in Take your mind. Take your time. Yes, exactly. The one thing that I'll add is there, the officials do believe there is a vehicle. I said, uh, at least right now, the good news seems to be nobody was hurt. They're, they yeah. think that there's one vehicle that was stuck still in the rubble, and they're just not sure if that driver was able to get out and has if that person's already gotten out. So that's that's one of the elements here that we're continuing to uh, track for you this yeah. morning. Yeah, and not only that, but, I mean, it's going to affect probably public transportation, oh, yeah. trash collection, uh, all sorts of things. But anyway, okay. Oh, number Two. Oh yeah, we forgot to and do that. Six. Whatever. <laughs> um, this is this story is mind blowing. There's a plane that crashed in the jungle in Colombia. Okay, okay, small plane, small plane. Has a good ending. All right. There were four kids on that plane. Oh my god. Who who survived in the jungle for forty days? Whoa. And we're just rescued. Very Lord of the Flies. Yes, and we're just rescued. It made me think about that other show with like the Lost? sports team. No. Oh, Yellow Jackets. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. But this is real life, people. How young were the kids? One year old. What? Up to 13. <gasps> and this plane went oh down. Oh, my God. And these kids were just rescued the other day and they are now you know being reunited with their families for these kids left in the jungle for 40 days oh my god i can't even go camping for a weekend after a weekend camping with all the luxuries and tents and things to cook and eat and i'm already like i really gotta go home i (laughs) I need a shower and a bed i can't believe that 40 days they all survived without injury they have to be injured uh i mean i think Nothing, nothing major or life threatening, but maybe minor. But uh, they, they hydrated. Well, sure, they ate um, fruit that they found and plants. Oh, they are lucky. They took shelter in the in tree stumps or you know hollowed out trees. They hid in the trees. There were snakes. Oh I mean, and they're like recounting all this for their family members who are so grateful to have them home. But how how okay, remarkable so this is that? Very. This means that the pilot perished. That, you know, what's funny. Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and I'm looking here. Okay. Um, but it, it killed. It killed the three adults. There we go. That's why I was stalling. Sorry. I'm good oh, article. I, this, oh, this, this, I'm just so focused on these surviving children. So the three adults were killed on board, including the kid's mother. But the kids, thirteen, nine, four, and one, were rescued Friday. Oh. After my all that time. So anyway, I, I just thought that was. I mean, you might hear people talking about that. This Columbia plane crash. They're going to be in the um, in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Oh getting, yeah, getting care. There's um, going to be lots of specials about this. You know, like 2020 will probably do something. For sure. You know, Sunday morning will probably mm. do something. That is amazing. I could not even imagine these stories this. of like. <laughs> survival just blow my mind remember the they even made a movie about it the kids who got stuck in that cave for oh, so long yes. was that colombia no i think that was in thailand thailand oh my gosh what a story yes how then they had to swim underwater and oh my gosh 
Uh, all right. Thanks, so one Matt. more. Number three. And this one is, uh, again, it's not exactly happy, but I, it did catch my eye. So we know there were tr- the trillions of dollars approved in COVID-19 financial assistance by the federal government. Yes. Well, I mean, and maybe not shocking, sadly, but um, there's a new report that's out that talks about somewhat staggering numbers here of amounts of money um, that was misused or suspected fraud of of that money, of those payments. From people who received the money who didn't deserve or didn't didn't, um, qualify. Yes, and so we're talking about folks who basically took advantage of the situation, you know, using... Social security numbers from people who were dead. Oh my God. And um, a lot of uh, critics of how the government handled all of that money being dispersed, talking about how, well, if they only would have checked maybe the people applying for these loans with like this treasury database over here, they would have seen all kinds of red flags from these people who were applying for the money, but they didn't do the cross check. And so the money went out the door and. How much fraud and money are we talking well, about, do you know? Uh, well, like something on the upwards of 10%. But when you're talking about trillions of dollars, that adds up to a lot. the billions uh, we're talking about. So. Oh, my gosh. I know. So that's one of those things where it was just like, oh, man, come Do on. better, people. Seriously. Uh-huh. Do better. Anyway. but So anyway. that's number three. So you might hear people kind of talking about that. And now you're in the know. Thank you, Maddie B. from TV. Uh, hey, we didn't get to this story earlier, but um, we had a story last week about um, actor Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad and then some um, retiring. And he said, you know, he's been for 24 years. He's been putting his wife has been, you know, second fiddle to him in his life. And he wanted, he, I think he said by 2026. Hmm. He wanted to retire. Well, now he's kind of backtracking a little bit. And um, he wanted to spend t- uh, time with his wife, Robin, and just reset. Um, but now he says, um, I want to replenish my soul and prepare for whatever roles I may be afforded in a more authentic way. Hmm. So he's not really going to retire. He's absolutely going to take at least a year off. He's going to stay away from social media that way he can read all the books that he's always said he wanted to and that he would. And before that happens, he's got several movies coming out. So he's planning a return to Broadway also. He's going to be 70 years old. So he started oh, wow. thinking about, you know, your mortality and the things that you want to accomplish. And he said, um, seems like such a cool dude. Yeah, he really does. He says, for now, let me just express my deep gratitude to all of you who have been so incredibly kind and generous with your time in reading my posts and following my career. I never take my good fortune for granted. Aww. He said, I am blessed and man, do I know it. Wishing you all well. I'll see you down the road. So not retiring, but replenishing, replenishing. Listen, I'm all about replenishing well, my yeah, soul you are. on uh, at any chance that I get. You know, yeah. I feel like that's important for us all to do. Absolutely. A little more often. Yeah. You know what else um, I realized after this trip is we get, and I'll just, I don't know, I'll speak for me, but I think we as a society, if I may pontificate a moment. Please. I think that we get so caught up in our days 
and our minutia our, yeah. and our routine yeah. and the grind. Let's call it the grind. Yeah. Wake up, go to work, come yeah. home. Water the plants. Right, water Which the plants, you're painfully aware of. P.S. We're going to have to talk about all 32 planters that you successfully kept alive at our house. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sure you were probably sick of that. No, it was, it was, it was, oh, it was nice to get some vitamin D, you know, mm. to be outside. But anyway, you're, you're I'm just. Right. I think we get caught up in the rut. And so one of the things, maybe it's just my personality type, but one of the things that I really like about traveling a little bit, getting away, just even if you just change your routine up a little bit, is that you come back and this whole like rejuvenation from whatever, I'm I'm tired when I get home because we, you know, traveling is can be hard long distance. Yeah. But what I what I do feel is the revised, refreshed perspective on everything. Yeah, you have an extra bounce in your step. A little bit. You know, you're I, like, life is good. And what seemed really bad or insurmountable maybe doesn't look so bad and right when you come back to it after having a little time away and it doesn't have to be a big exotic vacation or anything like that sometimes you just just a weekend you can do a staycation yeah and uh just focus on yourself a little bit which is what i did at your house (laughs) thank you ate all your food that's not whatever (laughs) happy to I loved your doggies. Thank you. They were amazing. All right, we got to go. We're going to come back, though. Uh, And when we do, if you see something, you should say something. Whoa-wee. A couple of really interesting stories. Connor McGregor sends a mascot to the hospital. I'll tell you about that. And then I want to tell you about what a couple found in their parents' basement. Hmm. You're going to be... You're gonna. You're, you're gonna be. You're gonna be. You're gonna be like what? <laughs> All right, we'll get to those stories when we come right back on my talk. Hey, what's up, friends? It's Stevie Boy here to tell you about one of my very favorite entertainment spots, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. And guess what? We got some news coming to the main stage. Opening June 16th is the sensational show, Jersey Boys. I'm walking here. It's the story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons and their incredible musical journey. Jersey Boys has thrilled audiences all around the world, and now you can experience it right here. How about the incredible concert series as well at Chanhassen? Coming up, our tributes to Bob. Skaggs, Judy Garland, James Taylor, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and tons more. Oh, by the way, inside scoop here, they just put out their concert list heading into the holidays, and they have a great deal where if you buy three concerts, you get the fourth for free. Everybody wants first shot at the new shows, so you can check that out at ChanhassenDT.com. Oh, by the way, don't forget about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret every Friday and Saturday, something for everyone. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve is out, actually. Matt Belanger is in. Hello. Hello. You know, if you see something, you should say something. That's what we say around here. Let's make it official. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Guys. Love that. Wow. What's up? Well, uh, here's a sports report for you. The Miami Heat are down (laughs) three games to one to the Denver Nuggets in the (laughs) NBA Finals. Okay. And they're also down one mascot. What happened here? (laughs) Just a little like... I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Fight? Uh, it's nervous laughter. Um, no, so I have that all the time. So it was halftime. Okay. Friday night. Okay. And 
Conor McGregor, who is a UFC fighter, okay. came out for a comedy skit to hype his new pain relief spray, which is called Title Sport. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh-huh. part of the skit involved Conor McGregor knocking out the Heat's mascot, Bernie. And then he was going to whip out a bottle of Title and spray <gasps> him. It was supposed to be like a fake hit or something? Yes. Oh, no. So, Conor punches Bernie. Oh, no. He goes down. <laughs> Like then, for, for when he was down, then he socked him again while he was down. And then people came and started dragging Bernie off the court. Oh, Bernie. So the guy in the Bernie costume ended up, I hope it was a guy. Well, we don't know. Right. Probably some, like, teen, you know, who's like, I, I, I love this. Some of these mascots are oh, really. Oh, yeah, it's a big team. That's, yeah. right. That's right. Um, He ended up in the hospital. Oh, my gosh. It's not clear if it was due to one of uh, McGregor's punches or if maybe he injured himself when he fell. But he was treated and released with some pain meds. So Mm. I guess it wasn't that serious. But seriously, dude, don't sign up to get punched by a UFC fighter. Yeah, that was not. Well, but also. The fight, it should have been a fake punch and not real punches. I, and I think... Why didn't they practice this? He did. I think they did. I think maybe he just In the moment. doesn't realize his own strength. <gasps> well, I have several thoughts. Okay. One, you'd think that... Well, first, uh, going back to the... I just thought it was some teen in the mascot thing. Like, if you're, like, if you're the mascot for a big pro team like this... Are you allowed to be like, yeah, I'm the guy in the uh, Bernie Bird no. costume? Like, no. like, you can never tell who who. You, it's a big mystery, right? Right. But it's still like I mean, maybe I like one can... guy's or one gal's job. I right. Okay. I think you can say something when you're not that, you in know, when you're gossiping among friends. Yes, like if yes. you're just if if the mascot. Let's just say one of the twins or mascots. You know, one one of <laughs> let's bring uh, what's his face from the Vikings. Viking guy. Yeah, Viking. <laughs> so Viking's in here. Yeah, with we us. Love- <laughs> this is what you get with Do the sports Do we need to get report. the score, score North people <laughs> So Viking, who does have a name, we'll get yeah. to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Victor. Victor the Viking. Okay, whatever. Okay, so Viking. Sportball. Well, I like Viking. Is yeah. in the studio. <laughs> he can say, you know, I am the Viking's mascot. Got it. But I don't think You can't like publicly, post on Instagram. Yes. And be like, yeah. Here's me getting into the outfit. No, uh-huh. you can't do that. Right. Also, follow-up question. What Don't you think that the, this is like a bird with flaming hair? I'm, I'm looking at this mascot. <laughs> Miami Heat one? Yeah. Just look up Miami Bernie. And it's like Big Bird, but orange with the fire on its head. Uh, but don't you think that the the thing that's bl- blowing my mind here is that, don't you think... He's given a, what's his face a run for his money Who? from the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, oh yes. God, what is that thing? The, the who's a what's it? The mess. That thing that nobody knows what it is with the googly eyes, that thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop talking about me right now. <laughs> Gritty. That's gritty. Uh, oh my gritty. gosh. Oh my. Yeah, gritty. Oh, yeah, no. Well, no. now we need to fight between gritty and Bernie. <laughs> Gritty's got. Gritty uses conditioner. That's some good hair. Oh my God. And anyway, but anyway. my question is. Hi, <laughs> yay, yay. Um, don't you think the stuffing or the padding of the outfit would have softened the blow? You would hope. But. Wow. Still, I mean, when you're hit with like blunt force, and this like, guy's like a fighter, fighter, fighter. So, yes, yeah. he's insane. Okay, 
I would be like, no, Well, he thank better you. pay the bill. Mr. Fighter Man oh, for better sure. cover the hospital bill yeah. and send flowers and bring in some good food. Yeah, Not I from agree. the cafeteria. All right. And some of that pain spray, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen to this story. Okay. There was a couple in Los Angeles who were cleaning out their parents' home last year. And they discovered a ton of pennies in a tight crawl space in the back of their basement. But like in jars or just jars and crates and boxes. And I mean, if you click on the link, which pennies. we'll have um, Mike yeah. link up a little bit I later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you see how many there are? Oh, you might not be able no, to. No, no, I can. I got that. Whoa. Oh. I mean, a million bags. Pennies. There are one million copper pennies. In those Wait, containers and bags and boxes and crates. All right. So here's the problem. <laughs> we don't know how old they are, but they are copper. They're not zinc, which the U.S. switched to in the 80s. Mm. But what do you do with a million pennies? You right? go to the bank well, and then you're that guy in line and you're like, <laughs> hi, I'd like to make a deposit. How about if you want to pay at the I have, grocery store? I have $10,000 I'd like to deposit today. Right. Um, and where is it? Uh, it's out in that U-Haul, out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the first thought would be Coinstar, right? Well, I mean, the thing would <laughs> blow up and smoke and burn into flames. I mean, the, the motor would run out, right? Yeah. yeah. You'd have to do a little at a time, I think. But I think you lose 8%. With Coinstar? Am, am I doing that math right? It's 100 pennies. It's $10,000. It's $10,000. Okay, just checking. Yep. Public math is scary. Yeah, mm. certainly. Mm. Um, so one bank manager said, do not, you know, they made phone calls. And the bank manager was like, nope, do not bring them here. We, <laughs> we don't, don't have money. We don't have room in the vault to accept bulk pennies. And now the couple is starting to think that there's more value in the uniqueness of the collection. Wow. So they're saying that it's possible that there are rare pennies in there somewhere. Well, sure. So they put up ads online and they say they will part with them for $25,000. Wow, $15,000 profit. Right. They've only received lowball offers so far. One person offered the copper value, but that, I guess, was Mm -hmm. impractical. So for now, they're just holding on to them. And it's unclear why. They were stashed. Yeah, what you know? what were they what were they doing? Saving them? Well, save your pennies. That's what they used to say, but, right? Right. <laughs> they took it literally. Yeah. Um, no, but the family um, believes that these people, the the previous owners, converted paychecks to copper pennies, believing that their value would increase over time. Oh, mm-hmm. Like eventually, this would be a quarter or something, and they. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, they, I think they just thought this is what we should do: take our paycheck, every other, whatever, and put convert, dump it into the. Wow, it's probably like holding up the house. All this, yeah, <laughs> the foundation exactly. was probably totally. pennies. Take them out, well, and the house crumbles. I still like the, I still like the the visual of like taking them to the bank and the poor, <laughs> poor I, teller who's like, okay, one, two, right, <laughs> three. Well, my parents used to take coins. You know, save their coins in a which oh, I, I think a lot of people did. Day. You know, like one of those big glass jugs or something. I yeah, remember when I do out. it right now. Oh. As a matter of fact, every time I get change, I'm like, oh, good, I get to put some more yeah, change in here. What are you going to do with that? I'm going to go to Coinstar, and I'm going to dump it in there and have a Can little. Can you even cash. lift it? Are you? Go- that's- <laughs> it's it's about 
four pounds, maybe three pounds. Like I said, can you lift it? <laughs> yes. Thank Just you. Checking. Lift with your knees, not in your back. Down. Exactly. But I don't want to lose eight percent now. Oh, man. What do I do? I'm going to the bank. I'm getting rolls. Oh, she's gonna Let's be that guy. <laughs> Craft party. Yes, I am. Thank you, Holly. Okay, bye. See bye. you tomorrow. We'll be right back with some music news next.